0: g Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all phone guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. All right. Giants and Bucks square off tonight on Monday Night Football, 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. <clears throat> Jay, we are the resident Giant fans on this show. Keyshawn, obviously the football expert, but let me tell you something.
1: I'm a music expert, too.
0: You're a music expert? What do you... What? You should you, should, you should, uh, sign him up. You hear that, Jay? <laughs> That's what they were saying. That <laughs> 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 That's it. Sign him up. So, Key, we were just talking about it with um, Di Pietro and, and Rothenberg in New York. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know the way to beat Brady is to get pressure on him. You know, control the clock, get pressure on him. That's also been the Giants' way but this is not a get pressure on the other team type of defense for the giants and and you know and Saquon Barkley's not a control the clock kind of back for that matter right he's a take it to the house can score from any where on the field type of dynamic back to me the giants m- maybe best m- m- win a shootout right like maybe they yes, Daniel Jones has a great game and Saquon's back and and if the if the defense can come away with a couple of takeaways in a in a higher scoring game than we're used to seeing the Giants in, maybe that's the best, best plan for them, given the facts of, of wh- where the team is right now. Yeah, it certainly
1: seems like that they have a um, pretty good offense of, you know, uh, uh, weapons that he could have at his disposal, but I don't know that the Giants are going to be able to get into a shootout with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know that the Giants offense is high octane like that. Yeah. And I haven't seen it high octane like that. They, they, the most they've scored this year in the, what, early, uh, the high, the low 30s. Yeah. Um, so if I'm them, I'd just pray. Yeah, pray. That's a good, what do you think about the pray strategy uh,
2: tonight, Jay? I, well, we've been praying, Max, the whole damn year. Um, look, that, like I said before, the Bucks' run defense is pretty stout, right? So Saquon doesn't really attack up the gap as much. He kind of bounces to the outside as much. We talk about this, him getting those big plays every once in a while. I think it's going to be a big opportunity for Daniel Jones. Like You have to cover up the secondary. And I think the quick game, I think quick slants, I think things of that sort are what they have to do in order to stay in this game. And the defense has to be solid. You can't have those... Mental miscues like they've had throughout the course of the season. Lying, but,
0: you know, no Blake all year, basically. Or, you know, it's going to be tough with the tight ends. But I, I want to get back to this pray idea, okay? Now, <laughs> in my uh, experience, Key, J, the sports gods demand sacrifice. <clears throat> so, if you are praying, they want to know what are you willing to give up. Like, are you willing to give up how many Knicks – or Nets wins are you willing to give up for this win? See what I mean? How many, what are you willing to give up from the Yankees or Mets? You got to be willing to give up something, Jay. You can't just pray to the sports gods. That's empty. They want to know what are you willing to sacrifice to them. I
2: mean, with well, the Knicks loss last night, is that like a sacrifice?
0: No, it already happened. he has got to be going forward. What are you <laughs> willing to sacrifice?
2: I mean, look, a, a game like this, God, what am I willing to sacrifice it's a bad question. I don't like yeah. being put in this situation. Well, I don't want to sacrifice anything. don't tell anything. me pray. Then don't tell me pray. I didn't pray. say pray. Answer That's the saying pray. You said pray, Key.
1: I didn't say it. I don't yeah, want to give up anything. Ca- I don't care if the Giants win or lose. Ain't, I'm going to the Super Bowl regardless.
0: I'll give up the rest of the Jets season. <laughs> See, that doesn't count because I'm not a Jets fan. It doesn't mean anything. I'd like that, as a matter of fact. Uh, right. You know, like, what are you willing to give up, man? I, 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 what do you – what – you think that, so it's an 11 and a half point spread key. You think that the, uh, the, the bucks cover that.
1: I think at home against a, a lesser opponent, like the, the New York giants, I think that they'll be able to cover that. If they were on the road in New York, you would say, yeah, you know, but at home teams that are, are less than them in their favor going into Tampa Bay Buccaneer games, they've, pretty much dominated them. You
2: yeah, think- I just don't see the Bucks losing three games in a row. Yeah, me, me neither. They may get well, I don't Grunt. think
1: that – no, I don't think that – no, I don't think they're going
2: to lose. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think, Tom, I think this is one of those games where you catch a team at the wrong time because of the venom that they've had for the past two games. They may get an offensive boost. If Grant comes back tonight, I know that's a game-time decision. Uh, I just – I think tonight's going to be a rough Look, game. For I, I,
0: you brought up Daniel Jones the, before. Daniel Jones, to me – Okay, so you can, start on, you can start on an NFL team at quarterback. Can you game manage? He's not a great game manager, actually, so far in his career, but you see he has the potential maybe he could be. Well, can you do a little extra when the team needs you to? This would be a good night to do it. He looks like he can, but he hasn't often done it. And so at a certain point, I worry about being that 4A-type quarterback like I was mentioning about Sam Bradford. It looks good. You flash in different areas – he hasn't been in a good situation, that's true, but I want to say, let me let me shift it to Tom
1: Brady and the Bucs for a second. Key, does the NFC still run through Brady and the Bucs? I mean, until they get eliminated, but I but I think it's a close, you know. I think the, the Packers, even though they lost the Minnesota Divisional team, the Rams are still there. They beat the Bucs earlier in the year. The Cowboys, we watched them lose last night. Without having four or five of their top players at their disposal, and then we got the Arizona Cardinals that continue to keep winning football games. I don't think that the I don't think the Cardinals can beat the Bucks. I don't think so. I know that, that you guys think it's all, uh, you know, all hunky dory smiles because they sc- winning games and they're scoring points, but I don't see Arizona as that juggernaut in the NFC like that over the Buccaneers, especially if once the Bucks get at full strength on the defensive side of the ball. But the so, question is
2: key. When, when, will, when will the Bucks be at full strength? Because, you know, a lot of teams are plagued with injuries. Like when, when will a team be fully healthy? Oh,
1: I don't know when everybody's coming back to the party. I just know they are coming back. That's a good point.
0: Look, if you just looked at pure talent, both sides of the ball, the Bucks may have the most talented roster in the NFL. <clears throat> they also have a great quarterback, obviously. I don't know, the Cardinals, uh, to me, the Arizona could win. The, I thought before the season started, and I said it, any one of those NFC West teams I felt like, well, I, I think Arizona's fourth out of four, but they could still win the Super Bowl. Like, they're good. Let's see how it pans out. Um, NFC still run through Brady and the Bucks, Jay?
2: I mean, I, it's hard for me to go against Green Bay. It, it really is. I, mean, I know their situation happened last year. I know that the Bucks won. I just... I just feel like Green Bay, even though they come off that loss on the road yesterday to the Vikings, man. Aaron Rodgers, turf toe, whatever the hell you want to call it for what he how he played yesterday. The upside of how they played that defense has gotten better. Granted, tough divisional no loss on the road, but it just it's I'm betting with Aaron Rodgers this year. Well,
1: that's the NFC Championship game last year. Yeah, that's those two a good, teams. That's a good bet though. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with. The, 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 there's nothing wrong with the Green Bay Packers, right? They lost a the Minnesota divisional opponent of theirs that kind of, knew, you know, kind of have familiarity with him. And going into the game, I said that Kirk Cousins would outplay Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, would do well, but Kirk Cousins would get the W and he wound up getting it. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys against Kansas City, would having have turn Smith back and Amari Cooper and a healthy CD lamb? Is that going to make a difference? It probably could have, but, we won't know because they didn't play in the game. Is, is the Arizona Cardinals a legit contender in the NFC? Yes, they are. I think they are, but I also think that there's other teams that are better than them. They just, right. they, they're just they winning games, and they deserve to win them, but those teams are better than them. Meantime, the Jets lost 24-17. What else is new?
0: With Joe Flacco yesterday. Is it time to bring Zach Wilson back or key? Do you bring him back slowly? Keep
1: moving him along slowly. I think you bring him back when he's ready to play. If he's healthy and ready to go, you certainly bring him back. Why wouldn't you? That's your number one pick. The reason you signed, drafted him is for him to get the, you know, the the, the to get the ability to learn how to play the game at the professional level. So two, three years from now, you're talking about a lifetime extension because he's your quarterback of the future. Question? Question, key. Is all
0: experience good experience? In other words, I hear what you're saying, but one of the reasons I like the way it used to be done where the quarterback would hold the clipboard for that first year was because, to me, not all experience is good experience. You can have experience that damages a guy, but you're saying that Zach Wilson on this team right now, this coaching staff, the whole thing, weapons available to him, offensive line, that that this experience would be
1: good for his development right now. It was good in the beginning of week one. Why wouldn't it be good
2: now? What changed well, between week one and Decton's now? injury. I, I, and I also say, Key, like, I, I, would, I would wait on bringing Zach Wilson back. I would let him. If he's ready to go. I hear you, Key. I hear go. what you're saying. meaningful I hear, reps. I hear, I hear me out. You, Joe Flacco didn't look bad yesterday. Joe Flacco is not the answer for the Jets. But there is something to be said about watching a veteran operate. Watching him work learning on the job for a little bit. You can still bring him back, but I'm saying let him ease back into that instead of just throwing him back to the dogs right away so he can gain that experience of watching somebody who is more experienced so he can play off that. Like there, It's like coming into the league, like having Jason Kidd or Steve Nash around me working out my summer benefited me massively just watching the way they call plays, watching the way they write coaches, watching the way they write, the way they write schemes, like – it all worked out due to that experience. It helped.
0: Me too. Me too. When I was in the NBA, Jay, let me tell you. Um, speaking of the NBA, guys, well, first, let me tell you, listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, a 10-part series exploring how uh, sports has an impact on our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career, brought to you by State Farm and available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: LeBron flagrant two, ejected from the game. Obviously, there's frustration involved with this Lakers team right now. Stewart tried to give his Lebron. I don't know what he was trying to do. I know nobody on our team was having it. You know, we're gonna protect our brother. He's on call
0: for. It. So LeBron James was ejected after what at first looked like an elbow, but upon further review, as Jay will points out, was actually a fist. He swung his elbow, but then followed through with his fist and hit the Pistons Isaiah Stewart. In the face in the eye, opened a big gash. Um so this is in the third quarter, one twenty one, one sixteen win for the uh for the uh Lakers. The hit, the, the the shot that he landed led to a stoppage in the action because of the blood. And and meantime, Stewart had to be held back multi- multiple times by Detroit personnel. He tried to Hold get me it. back. He tried to get it LeBron. And Stewart, by the way, was also tossed, not just LeBron LeBron did not talk to reporters after the game. The Lakers uh play the Knicks on Tuesday, mm. and the question right now, ladies and gentlemen, should LeBron be suspended? Oh God, for that game
1: Go ahead, key should he be Why should suspended? he be suspended because he was playing basketball, and he his intentions was not to hurt somebody, and he was being aggressive underneath the hoop and he happened to throw his arm and hit a guy and cut him so he should be suspended now just cuz he happens to swing violently yes, at a guy yes because guy's he face. happened to
2: swing violently with a closed fist
1: oh god he didn't punch the dude hey dude, like, I, look
2: i'm all i'm all about the 90s basketball i'm all about physicality in basketball like i i love the fact that the refs have changed the nba has changed the rules to stop letting players get away with all these erroneous moves that they do in order to get to the free throw line But, like, watching that last night, man, as a certified hooper my whole life, LeBron James, that wasn't – he's not a dirty player, but that was a dirty play, even if it did happen inadvertently. And one of the things that I recognize when stuff happens, Key, if we were boxing out and Max and I were going against each other and I randomly came with my fist across his face – if I really didn't mean it, you know what I'm doing? I'm going over to Max. I'm picking you up. I'm saying, yo, you all right? That's my bad. With I'm blood sorry. I'm not out of my face. I didn't face mean it. that. You know, we're out here competing. My bad. You good? Like, what? Well, I wouldn't just stand next to you and have my arm out looking at you and, like, looking at you sideways, right? Now, I, look, it's fine to get lost in being competitive, but... The league, there's been precedent for this before. This has happened a couple of times, and the league has typically suspended guys for doing this. One to two games, not a big thing at all, but I think the league will do this, and I don't think Isaiah Stewart should be suspended. I think that he is a 20-year-old kid that reacted the wrong way, running around the court. Obviously, there may be a small fine with him not leaving the court on the right time, but I don't think Isaiah you know, Stewart hey, should be suspended. Let me,
0: let, me, let me put it this way, and usually like the consequences – of behavior, whether the behavior is intended or unintended, the consequences. People like well, just because that happened after the fact, that shouldn't weigh, but it, but it does. So let me let me ask you something, and by that I mean the fact that he got hit in the face with the fist, and his eye was a bloody mess. Key, if you were jostling with someone right on the blocks, and and the sh- the free throw goes in, so the the, the it's you know like there's no reason, or the shot goes in, there's no reason to be doing that anymore. And you, you're a, the guy who you're defending, turns around and hits you in the face just like LeBron, like you are Stewart, and your eye busts open. Where are you on all that now? Where are
1: you toward LeBron? I'm probably going to whoop his ass. Well, But <clears throat> the reason I'm going to whoop his ass is because I probably provoked him in doing that to the point where he was so frustrated that he aggressively – wind up going an extra mile by trying to get off of me by with our arms tangled together. So I'm very problematic in certain things. I clearly know exactly what I did to provoke him to become a little more aggressive in that situation. And I'm sure Stewart knew that he was provoking LeBron to a degree to become more aggressive and I'm sure he knew LeBron didn't try and hit him in the eye. I I'm
2: sure. I don't know what was said. All I know is looking at the actual tape, the ball goes in. LeBron and Isaiah Stewart, DeAndre Jordan, if the ball is missing, by the way, DeAndre Jordan is there for the rebound. They're about two marks out, the first blocked in the second tier. They're out in that realm. The ball's in. LeBron's a little bit off balance, which is typical boxing out style, Right. You're allowed to have your elbow on somebody's hip or their inner rib cage. It's how everybody boxes out. It's how you are fundamentally taught to box out. LeBron's a little bit off balance, and when I see him being off balance, regardless of whoever said what to what, maybe in a frustration-like manner, he takes his left elbow, which should never be that high. Whips it around. In basketball, it should never be that high. When it's that high, instant ejection, technical foul. Flagrant two. And rips it down like that with the closed fist. That's a suspension.
0: You know, I, I, it reminds me. A lot of times I'll talk about, hey, what LeBron did in the finals against the Warriors in 16. So, sorry, not even in 16, in 15. What he did in the finals without Kyrie or Kevin Love with Della second-best player, is amazing. Always Warriors fans will come back at me, like, on social media, in the street, wherever. Oh, what about when LeBron came back on the Warriors because Dre wasn't there? But the difference was... Ray was playing with a bunch of texts. The next one and he was going to be suspended a game. LeBron knew that provoked him intentionally. Got Draymond to lose his temper, that's tough on Draymond. He gets tossed and the Cavs come back on him, right? That's an example of
1: LeBron being So you saying LeBron, so you saying LeBron didn't deserve that championship? Is that what you're No, 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 no opposite. No, 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 excuse
0: me. Opposite. That's what other people are arguing. I'm arguing part of it is psychological games you're playing. Part of it is if you know your opponent has a t- has a player like Draymond on it and he's ready to get tossed because of all the texts, and you can provoke him. He did it successfully. My point no, no no, that's part of LeBron's greatness and that's one of the Achilles heels on that Golden State team at the time. He LeBron exploited it. My point is LeBron is that aware of stuff. You think he's not aware enough to know what he thinks he can get away with and what he thinks he can't right. get away so with.
1: Maybe he's not going to get suspended like Jay Williams suggesting he should. Maybe he won't. Man's right. Man, maybe, maybe he, 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 might, not, right? he, he might not because he is LeBron. You're right. Maybe, maybe that comes into his play
0: the Maybe that comes into his calculation too like why let them try to suspend me, LeBron James, for something that I have plausible deniability
1: on? I'm like, trying to hit him. Y'all should go to the Nick Laker game tomorrow. You and Jay. <laughs> Why? Just go. Won't y'all go? Sit courtside. Watch the King James at his best. Yeah. I would. Man, I've, you want to go? King James you want to go? We like could
2: talk about it. Th- this, is not, this is not an indictment that King James is a bad person, man. Like this is not. Oh me oh oh oh! Hold on hold on! Time Timeout. James key. is a dirty player. Or that I'm worried about how LeBron James is going to respond to me by saying that he's that be what suspended. it is. I, I just got like, that. Yeah. Like we're all out here as real hoopers, man. You see hoop. Like stuff happens when you play basketball. Emotions get flared up. I've done some things that I'm not proud of in reaction to the way people have got me riled up. But with reactions come repercussions, and this seems like this will be a feasible repercussion right. for this. A,
0: I, I see, Key's like, "Oh, you wouldn't say that if you have a, Lebron might confront you." Not true, first of all, Key. But secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, you don't
1: have to be a dirty bit. You don't I'm have to tell y'all to go watch good basketball, <laughs> time,
0: man. <Get laughs> see, here, see man. you know why? Because Get Get you know who Key is? Lebron. Plausible deniability <laughs> lies, started mischief. More yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, Lebron. I don't think is a dirty player. But oh, no, he's not. But
2: he's a, second time he's been injected in his career. Yeah, he's way. a
0: crafty player. Obviously, he's like a brilliant. He's a genius basketball player, and and I'm sure when he gets when he gets frustrated, he knows exactly what he can get away with and what he thinks. Well, at least Look, what he, thinks he, he was can and what he, he can. was
1: simply trying to be aggressive when his arms were tangled,
0: <laughs>
1: and like by being fan. aggressive when his arms were tangled. The young man's head was in the way when LeBron went. Of, to his, of his closed fist. You know that's true. A matter of fact. And when you your hand your fist is going to be closed when you're telling somebody to get off of me, get, move. Nobody has their hand open, Jay. Saying move. Who does that? No, no. Keith's right. As a matter of
0: fact, Adam, this should be brought to Adam Silver, uh, Jay. Yeah. How dare Stewart put his face in the way of LeBron's fist? I think there should be suspensions, lengthy suspension for Stewart on this. Got right in the way of of LeBron's fist. I don't know. Has anyone checked on LeBron's hand? Make sure it's okay. <laughs> I mean, Stewart's face is bleeding, but whatever. Is LeBron's hand okay?
2: I mean, look to the Lakers' credit. I give them I give them a lot of respect for bouncing back and winning that game. Uh, AD had thirty. We talked about him playing extremely well. High. But look, this is this is also a byproduct. Though I feel like where the Lakers are in the sense of urgency that they feel like they need. Right. Obviously. <laughs> They are frustrated with their style of play. They were down in this game. I tweeted last night watching the game. I'm like, please, do not lose to the Detroit Pistons. Not right now. Like this is The Lakers are a way better team. And sometimes things like this can help teams rally as well. I'm not saying it was done on purpose to help the team rally, but sometimes adversity brings a team together. Yeah. Maybe it as, does.
0: Not as bad as losing to the Lions, but also not a great idea to lose to Peace. the Pistons. Yes. Poor Detroit right now. That was uh, eight fifty ESPN 850 WKNR on the call. Keyshawn J. Willimax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And all phone guests join on the Goodyear hotline. So the Browns picked up a 13-10 win over the Lions yesterday which this year i believe is being counted as a loss or are they counting that officially as a win or <laughs> if you so beat cold. the lions by a field goal that may be i may count as a tie and i got to see i'll check quarterback baker mayfield did not attend the press conference after the game baker's wife then reposted a picture on instagram that says and i quote no one better say anything bad about baker mayfield after this game i don't think i've seen toughness like this in a while maybe the rest of our team should take a hint and get tougher.
2: What do you make of that, Jay? I just think the struggles continue to amplify, right? And, look, Baker is obviously playing through a ton of injuries. Nobody's questioning that. He's he is a tough is, guy. He's one of the toughest dudes there is in the NFL. Uh, 176 yards yesterday, one touchdown, two interceptions. The game was ugly, but they found a way to win. But, see, this is the problem when scenarios like – what occurred with OBJ happened because then the internet and people automatically go to, well, what happens if OBJ didn't play well and just skipped a post presser? What would the, or if one of his family members reposted something that a teammate said, if it was, you know, his girlfriend that he's having a child with or something like that, right? For OBJ. And I think all these scenarios continue to play into how challenging it's going to become for Baker, because the next game is against the Ravens, they play the Ravens back-to-back, and it just feels like all the heat, all the tension, hearing fans kind of boo him to a degree. It just feels like this whole energy is flipping against Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. T, what about the
0: What about the fact that, that Baker's wife comes out and talks about how tough he is and tells the team to get tough like him? You, we had, and, and you and Jay went into some detail a couple weeks ago, about family members when you're in the, at the highest level of your sport And, like, you know, some stuff you just, what can you do? But what's your take on the fact that Baker's wife came out and and reposted this?
1: I'm fine with it. I don't really, I mean, it's family, man. They're going to take care of you. They're going to say things. They're going to do all sorts of stuff. I don't, whatever, man. That's my wife. I don't, you know, whatever. That's kind of how I look at it, just like I did with OBJ and his dad. That's his dad. What you expect for him to do? Tom Brady and his dad. That's his dad. My mom was the same way. My sisters was the same way. My brother the same way. So I don't really, I don't really care about it. Uh, I'm not a big social media guy, so I don't get all ood and odd based on something on social media. A lot of people think that it's it's big because it's on social media. When it wasn't social media around, people, family members protected them, at you know best they could in the tunnel outside of a stadium near the buses. In restaurants, so I don't see it as a big deal. To be honest with you, Max, it's just some social media garbage to me. That's the only thing I see.
0: Um, well, listen, I partly make a living talking about social media garbage, so let well, me Well, no, it's fine. Try. You,
1: you look. No, no, you I, feel the way you feel. Well, i, 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 <laughs> no, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm.
0: I have a legitimate question. I'm joking, but I have a legitimate question. Okay. Um. So I get it if it's a mother or a sibling or a father, <clears throat> someone where. The relationship's a little different. A spouse, when you're in the house together, someone you're married to, that's not something like you would tell a parent or a sibling, like, yo, I really wish you – could you please not do that? That's someone you might be like, yo, what are you doing? You're killing, like, you can't be doing, like, that's, that's different. You can, you speak to each other differently, right? So, so, because you have to coexist in the same household, not like you once did years ago. You're doing that now. So when someone's spouse does that, it just gives me the feeling that the person may be signed off on it. You see what I mean? Is that, no, you're saying that's conversa- wrong It's
1: just, con- it's conversations yeah. is what it is. It's, it's a conversation that's taking place, like, you know, Jay's in my house or Max is in my house. So I'm sitting there saying, man, I'm so sick and tired of these dudes always complaining. I'm out here playing hurt every single day, and they don't know how I feel, and they're not mm-hmm. even playing at the same level as me. That happened on Sunday at dinner. That happened on Tuesday at dinner. Right. Okay. No, that that sounds right. And that right. was a normal conversation. That wasn't a, was a complaint. It was just a normal. we having a normal conversation, and they now take it to Sunday, that conversation we had on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, it here's the thing right. where
2: it becomes big news. It's not even like she manufactured the post on her own. She just reposted what somebody else said about Baker. Right. And then oh, is that what still, happened? That's what happened, Key. She re, somebody said, I don't want to hear any excuses on oh. Monday about okay. why Baker, you know, didn't play. He's tough. He's playing through injuries. Maybe his team should take a lesson. And then she reposted that. And then maybe like 45 minutes later, took it down. Reposts all, don't equal yeah, e- endorse endorsements. Take it down because, like, you know, like a repost. Baker is probably you saw saying, it.
1: Baker probably saw it and said, mm-hmm. "Don't put that out there. We don't need that."
3: Yeah.
0: Or you, you can know. sometimes even on social media like something or retweet it on Twitter. And and the idea is not necessarily I believe this. Not no, every time, is. but no, I'm saying, saying it is kind of is. though. you're but endorsing if you sometimes sometimes
2: liking stuff. You're endorsing and it. if you like it. You're then you're saying it. you're in,
0: you're endorsing it, right? Yes. But sometimes you may retweet it because it's the same thing to me. To me, it's something like. This is interesting, or man. this is something that deserves to be seen. This is something that hey, should be look, considered. So you can be always careful. quote, tweet, be and careful say, careful? Is this Which interesting? You, you can retweet.
2: Yeah, you can give context. It, but that's why people careful. say
0: retweets don't equal endorsements, right? Yes. Like they have that disclaimer. What you are so you are saying? Well, yeah, but actually they do. Exactly. They
1: Come on, man. Seriously, let's not. And I ain't even no social media dude like that. But if you retweeting and in liking.
2: You endorse it. You can't I Don't give a damn it, what you. But trying you can't to prove it. Of. Plausible deniability. Oh yeah. Okay, right. Where do you Where do you think the Browns will be Jams. after these next two games against the Ravens? They're currently six and five right now. They're last in the AFC North.
1: The next two games after yep. the Ravens?
2: No, they play. They play at the Ravens. Oh, at on the twenty eighth, and then. And
0: more importantly, should if if Baker's that banged up, should
1: Case Keenum be starting? Well, he's he's got to get healthy. And if he's capable of playing, then you play him. If he can play, you play Who's him. Who's he? Baker, you're saying? Baker.
0: Yeah, yeah, Baker. I'm saying when the Browns offense is giving you 13 points against the Lions and Baker's wow. wife is reposting stuff about basically how tough he is to even be out there, mm-hmm. and you, I would get that key if Case Keenum was a bum and Baker was an MVP. But Baker's is a good quarterback, and, and so is Case Keenum. Like, he can play. I don't know. I I think they have to consider – starting the backup, who, by the way, won a game this year. And as I keep bringing up, had an excellent season, second in QBR in the league to Tom Brady. I know that was four or five years ago already, but with Kevin Stefanski as his quarterback's coach.
1: Yeah, you keep going back to 2017. I get yeah, it. it. did you know. the one game this year. But if Baker's healthy, he should play. And when you play, that means you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So
0: I, I, I hear you in a 17-game season. I'm just saying like there are – we ha, we agree, do we agree about this or not? If you can get out there, fine. N- normally yeah. that means you're healthy enough to play. But what if you just look at the dude and say, yeah, but this is not – he is hampered to the f- point where it's not him anymore, right? And you got a good backup. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. If I'm the Browns, I would – here to me is the nightmare scenario if you're Baker. You no, shut mean. it down as the other guys, Chubb – and Kareem Hunt are not only back but getting into the swing of things, and now it looks really bad for you. But if you keep playing and you're that banged up, that might happen anyway. So you're saying it's a lose-lose
2: scenario for Baker.
0: I'm saying so the best course of action is actually just to make the smart move, to forget about everything and do the right thing, which is rest up for a game or two. Mm. Get all the way healthy.
1: Hey, uh, Max. Yeah. I'm going to post something on a um – a fake Twitter account, yeah, and be real, very, very, just disrespectful and mean. I want you to like it and then repost it. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> Whether
0: Dak and the Cowboys should have any concerns after their loss to the Chiefs? Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers, your podcast, ESPN NFL analyst and co-host of the Organized Chaos Podcast, Rex Ryan, in studio now, giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Good morning, Coach. Good morning,
3: guys.
2: Wait, Coach, I gotta ask, because obviously last week... A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff swirling around I, I here. I guess we stirred some stuff up. I don't know what happened. What comments that you said about Robert Sala, head coach of the Jets, you did tell me that you had, you had a conversation with him. How did that conversation yeah. go? Can You break you it know, down for it, us. It was, you got scared. It was honey.
3: Good. <laughs> you know, I reached out to him, and um, you know, we talked for a long time, and about a lot of different subjects and things. And and the reason I you know I wanted to talk to him too is I've sat in that that, that chair that he's in. And it's unlike any other in the NFL. And I think especially from a new coach perspective, um, and I just wanted to let them know if, if, you know, we we wanted to air something out man-to-man and let's go for it. And and we did. But I'll be honest with you. When I came away, I don't know what I was expecting. But I came out of it thinking, number one, dang, this is a, this is a really good guy. <laughs> it's a hell of a dude. And he's smart. And I think he's got a plan for, the, for this team. And – I mean, I was sitting back going, oh, shoot, I think Coach, we're in pretty good hands. Coach, how much of that is you're someone who wears your heart on your
0: sleeve. Right. You say what you're thinking. In the media, that's what part of what makes you good. You're going to sit without a filter. How much of the fact that you, that you were kind of like, in a way, grateful that he was taking the call, was that you'd be like, you know what, I probably shouldn't have said what I said about him. I, I was coming from my feelings at the moment, but... I was out of line. Did you feel you were, or do you feel, nope, I'm in my job in the media? I have well, to answer truthfully, period.
3: I, look, I'm a ready, fire, aim guy. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and, and that's it sometimes. And, and look, have, I mean, is there only like a million times that I probably regretted saying what I said? <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Both, brother. <laughs> but I think part of it is, you know, you know. okay, it was my wife, you know, ripping me for saying, baby, you've been in that chair. Uh, sh- you're yeah. right, babe. But anyway – I think it was one of those things, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I called. So in other and words, because Rick's. sometimes you you're like, okay, I kind of get it now. Like I, I see what it is, but make no mistake, like that defense right there has a long way to go. There's no question about it. And and yeah, key. I, I am I okay? Let me see if he's trying to get through. But either way, it's it's one of those things that. Uh, you know, I'll never take back what I said because it's out there, and I'll own yeah. every time what I say, and 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 again, I always will. And whether it's uh, you, you like it or not, I'm being real, and I and that's that's how I am, Rex. So you're endorsing him as Little Rex now. Well, I'm not going to say he's <laughs> like me, Key. I'm not saying <laughs> that, but but I will say this: I he's got a dang, he's got a vision for this football team. And when you look at it, even on Sunday before this game, I talked about how. I thought they hit on their their, their guard. I think, you know, uh, Vera Tucker, I think he's legit. That's a check. Carter's a check. And Elijah Moore, I was blown away by this young receiver, and he went off yesterday. Cons- yeah. So the, the main one, Jay will is what we're looking at. It's going to be about this quarterback. And if all of a sudden that's a hit, this team is not going to be – you know, uh, the, you know kind of punks or whatever, all of a sudden they're going to be legit.
2: You know what's crazy mm-hmm. about the media game is that, you know, obviously it's our job to speculate and to give people insight about where they think a team is or where they think a coach is. But when a coach actually connects with you and you get a chance to hear that vision, at least they give you the option of saying, damn, that's a good vision or that's still a crappy vision. I still right. disagree with it." At least they give that to you. I'm surprised people don't take more opportunities – Rex to have conversation with people in the media who talk about them about what their vision actually is. Yeah,
3: I don't know how many people would take calls though. Like if you're trying to do that, I don't know how many guys. Like if some somebody call me out of the media or something like that, and I'm coaching, getting my team to you know get ready for a game and all that stuff, and be like, yeah, whatever. I ain't calling back. Former fact, head he, former, former head, head coach, coach of the coaches, well, no, no, That's yes. different. But says that's, something about you in the media. No, Are you the call. But that's different. Absolutely. If somebody yeah. called me, I'm absolutely taking the call. Yeah. yeah. But and and, I understand. But listen, I'm, Rex. Also,
0: I understand people who come with a reputation as a defensive coach. Immediately, they get compared to some former coach on the team, and you're like, "Well, wait a minute." Uh, like, here's my resume. Please right. don't just – just don't get a feeling of who this guy is, a feeling of who I am, and lump us together. I have a resume, and he's yeah. trying to build one. Yeah, right? yeah. And,
3: and, and exactly. And, and I think it's funny is – and people hate to hear it about, like, hey, guys, here's the bad thing. I was pretty damn good. Yeah. And I think people kind of miss that that thing. Oh, this guy's a, you know, blowhard. Yeah, I may be all those type of things, but I was one hell of a football coach. And I think that's why sometimes – I'll take it personal when you're going to say this guy's going to compare to me. Well, why don't you go back and do your own research? You and Key and there's some people
0: who know what they're looking at, and the rest of us are guessing and trying to get a sense of things, and so it's easy to make generalizations. And the guys who really know are like, before you do, here here is here's the real story. So uh, let's get to some NFL. Uh, Chiefs win their fourth
3: in a row yesterday. What's the biggest reason you think they got to turn around their defense? And, and we're sitting back, look, I, we, we killed them. I killed them early in the season. You know, you got Chris Jones playing defensive end and all that. As soon as they move Chris Jones back in, you see the impact that he's had. But over the last month of the season, they've been winning games, not because of this great offense, prolific offense. It's been because of their defense. And we saw it against, against Dallas. And, and quite honestly, Dallas stepped into a, a championship fight. You know, talking all that noise after whipping some of these, you know, uh, lesser opponents, and they thought they were ready. But as soon as they got in there, it's like, uh oh, we ain't ready. <laughs> oh, Bud and, Crawford. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. But it's one of those things where it's like, man, we don't belong here yet. And and here's the thing: we know there's a million guys missing for Dallas. That's true. But you can alter your game plan as it goes on. And when all of a sudden your two best receivers aren't in there, maybe you got to dang run the football. And they got away from. It. They average more uh, more yards per play rushing the football than they did throwing. Why the hell didn't we see it? Huh. Um, so Cowboys, meantime,
0: yeah, are stumbling. What? But they seem to me to be an actually a good team. Yeah, like they, fundamentally a good. Like underneath it all, an actual good team is what I'm saying. How concerned are you? For
3: no, them? I, I'm not. I'm not that concerned. If they'll go back to work, in other words, as a coach. Like, I always kid on, on Boy Wonder. I'm saying he's going to be the coach, you know. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's going to be our guy. But he needs to make some adjustments, too. And if all of a sudden you you have no adjustment for slot blitz, which is one of the basic blitzes there is in a league, it stops the run, it does that. And, and you know, where was the motion to block the edge? They never did it. And, and to me, they just said, well, we can't run because of all these slot blitzes. Well, what the hell? If you don't have an adjustment for that, I'm shocked that they never had an adjustment for that.
2: Rex, from a defensive schematic perspective with the Chiefs because their defense has gotten better over the last month, how much of a difference does it make that now with Melvin Ingram back, they move Chris Jones back to the inside. He's able to get that pressure that he got on Dak yesterday. I mean, their defense looks very, very much improved.
3: Oh, my God, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. Internal pressure is the worst thing you can have uh, in in a – you know are the best thing you can have on defense and the worst thing that an offense can face cuz it's hard you can always chip on on outside guys you know uh, block great outside rushers it's hard as hell to change up what you do inside when you have that kind of pressure and here's the other thing the other kid that's inside at 10 sacks reed had mm-hmm. 10 sacks for the uh, Seahawks one year it's not just the one man show with Chris Jones it's reed also so, to me, that, that's, a, that's a hard thing. You can only double one of them. And so, that, that's a real problem for teams moving forward. If
0: you want to hear an ESPN NFL analyst and, and co host of the Organized Chaos podcast, if you want to hear a podcast, Organized Chaos, where the, the analyst is so real, he sometimes has to call the head coach and be like, Look, man, <laughs> this is why I said it. Listen to Organized Chaos with Coach Rex Ryan. Why Keith thinks it's time for everyone to stop hating on the NFC's quarterbacks.